Viewer discretion advised. Refrain from watching if you're short-tempered or get offended or annoyed easily, or if you're under the age of 18. Also, don't watch if you're touchy on the following subjects, such as mental health, suicide, firearms, veterans, dark humor, swearing, violence, war, small parts of political and world events. The host, co-hosts, and guests are not professionals, so anything mental or physical health-related topics mentioned on Asylum Arms, take with a grain of salt and contact your doctor or therapist for advice or questions on those subjects. Welcome back to another episode of Asylum Arm. We are on up. I did not change any tiny title. Hawkeye, could you real quick change the title while you're there in chat? Um, but um, before when Hawkeye does that, um, Asylum um, Arms is also sponsored by Audible. Audible, you can download titles, titles anywhere, everywhere. You can listen offline. The app is completely free and can be installed on all smartphone tablets and devices. If you you can listen across devices without losing your spot as well. And if you can't decide what you would like to listen to, you can keep your credits up to one year and you can use them to binge watch a whole series if you would like. And the credits, um, you get, you get, I believe, two credits every subscription, every, every, every time you renew your subscription with Audible. And then you can eventually in the Twitch chat and, and if you're listening offline in the link tree, which is in the description, you will see the um, Audible sponsorship link, which from there you can get a 30-day free trial. It supports the podcast, and you get free audiobooks. So it's a win-win situation. How are you guys today today? Doing well, man. How about yourself? I'm doing well as well. Tired, but well. <laughs> my sinuses have decided to start kicking my butt like, they owe me, like I owe them money. A few weeks, probably. Oh. So, yeah, this couple weeks is going to be kind of fun for me until it settles out. I mean, that my recordings are going to sound like. Yeah. That's all fun. All right. Um, so, RJ, um, fill us in on what you've been up to since the last time you've been on the podcast back in. Um, What's it? I don't remember when you were on last. It was a while ago. It's been a while. I was on uh on terminal leave, I think. I hadn't actually retired. Oh yeah, you weren't retired yet. Yeah, you were just getting on terminal leave. Yeah, so I was working um part time. I was working part time as a night audit at, for Candlewood Suites on post here in uh Fort Riley. Kansas, um, waiting for my retirement, kind of as they call in the army, double dipping. Um, come to find out, uh, well, I ended up going ahead and retiring. Um, a few things I want to share with some of the military folks out there is that um, one, um, when you you're there's going to be a time gap, and the reason why I did this is there. There's a there's a big gap like the army holds your last paycheck, so you have to have like a buffer there if you're very dependent on your income. Um, there's there's a gap of of your pay. They hold your last pay for um, audit purposes. Oh. They're 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 not they're not going to pay your last paycheck there. Um, also, as well, too, you want to make sure um they they you want to make sure that your your leave your. Your leave 
properly um, and um, especially utilizing uh, PCS uh, days and your vacation days to your advantage as well. Um, also, uh, making sure that you're properly prepared. Um, as far as your VA goes, when you're getting out, make sure that you also take that in consideration. For me, uh, it took, so when I got my VA letter, I am, a, it took, so I, I was really happy when I got my letter. However, um, when I found out, I found out on the website and it said 100%, I was so stoked when I read the print that it said I was 100%. When I got the letter, I read the letter as I was going to get paid the following month first, but then I realized that the VA pays you 30 days after that month. So technically it's 30 days awarded after that pay date. So I got paid. So you get paid 30 days after your effective date of your awarded VA. So yes, I got a hundred percent and it, but it's 30 days after your award date. And that that's only, I'm not medically retired. I'm just full hundred percent for after 23 years of so those are some things that I wanted to share uh, as, as far as fully retired army getting out because one thing that one thing that I shared on the last time that I was in was people who get out of the military 10 years ago, they try so hard to share information with people who are getting out the military now and shit changes, man. Like you can't help people now because it, it changes, man. You you wanna help and you wanna try and give advice to people, but stuff changes, man. The best thing for you to do is find somebody who's retiring with you and you guys try and go through the process together. And that's what I did. I found another E7 and a first sergeant and we just like had each other back, man, and just like learned learned from each other and covered each other. Hey, did you go to TRICARE? Are you gonna do TRICARE Prime? Uh, did you go to transportation? How long do you have to do this? Like, you know what I'm saying? We, right before we retired, we found out that your last PCS now, like still haven't moved yet. We have three years now for our last movement to move anywhere in the lower United States, in the lower 48s to move our shit wherever we want to, where, Back in the day, you only have one year. So now we have three years before we decide to move anywhere we need to move. So those are a few things that I just wanted to share. Um, mm -hmm. Life is life. Life is okay, man. Um, I don't work at the hotel anymore because all of that extra income that I had there to kind of cover down with that little money gap, <clears throat> it causes us to go over the next money threshold Ooh. and and by the way too um survivor benefits man um we we did not elect to do survivor benefits because um after doing further research um i think survivor benefits actually uh is is good for maybe uh uh in my opinion 
somebody who's married with a spouse who doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like my wife, she has a good job. I have a good job. And we elected to just pay for uh, insurance on health uh, insurance on our own. Uh, we thought that was beneficial and we could get more for our money outside of paying $185 uh, just that my wife could get $1,500 a month uh, in that aspect when she would get more money paying uh, health insurance. Because, I mean, I don't, I'm, I mean, I'm 42 right now. Yeah. At, 60, at 65, I'm paying $165 a month until I'm 65, and then it don't matter anymore. So it's kind of not really worth it. Granted that I knock on wood that I, I survive until I'm 65, which I'm pretty healthy for my age. Yeah, we don't need you to crook on us, man. Yeah. Definitely knock on wood on that one. Well, I don't work anymore. I stay at home, and I just take the kids to school, so. Hmm. Um, I, I did have a question for you, if you're willing to answer it with the current thing. How is the um, current Twitch situation with you, especially with the whole gambling thing rules being added into the TOS shit? Um, so, uh, I, I kind of took a break and just kind of let everything calm down and weather the storm. And, um, I actually, uh, went, um did some research on it and I checked with some of the people on the, the site that I actually do the slots on and I I checked with them. I'm not affiliated with the site, but I don't represent the site that I play the slots on nor um, does this the slots that I play on uh, show anywhere on this the, the site that I'm playing on. Does it show their name on it anywhere? So you can't okay. tell what site that I'm playing on. While I'm playing on it, so no, that was a whole fucking thing. It it was, but like I said, you can't tell what side I'm playing on. Now the people who come into my stream that are regulars, they know what side I'm playing on. But if you were just a random person coming in there, you wouldn't know what side I'm playing on. So I have no site representation or anything. All right, cool. I'm glad you're not being affected by that one then. Yeah. Okay, you said you had a few questions for RJ, but you weren't on his last episode. I wasn't honest? No, no I, I said Hawkeye wasn't on his last episode. Oh, I thought you said he wasn't honest. Oh, oh no, like no, I'm sorry. Like no. no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no, my voice likes to uh, make up words, apparently. <laughs> Okay, so honestly, since I edit for uh, for this podcast anyhow, I was able to hear a little bit of the the previous one. All right. Um. So you know, now that we caught kind of caught up, what'd you think of the Super Bowl? Um, I didn't watch the very end so i don't know about the cop con controversial play i think that um i think that first of all i think that philly was the better team i'm not sure that um i 
Not sure that Mahomes. I think that Mahomes was injured going into halftime. By the look at his, look on his face and that tackle that he got by the replay, he was in a lot of pain. And just from being in the military and the ankle injuries that I've sustained, um, that's not something that after a half hour and doing all the PT that I've done is something that goes away. He got a shot or some shit at halftime because – when I was watching the third quarter, he was still running around like he was like in no fucking pain at all. So he got a shot or some shit to help him get. There. He got some sort of cortisone or something. Yeah, and that's and that 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 should be fucking. Are steroid? I'm about to say, are is that kind of steroid even legal in the NFL? That's not none of my business. But that 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 nobody talked about that shit, man. I don't, nobody talked about that. But onward. You know what I'm saying? That's what my feelings are about the Super Bowl. They won. You know what I mean? Um, that's how I feel about the game. You know what I mean? They won. I feel like Philly uh, defense wasn't where it, it should have been, considering their stats all season. I don't feel like their offense, uh, the city's offense is that fucking good. I mean, it seemed to me throughout throughout the bits and pieces that I caught of it that uh, Philly's defense, they their heads weren't completely in the game. If they look at how so uh, one of my friends, we were talking about how Kansas City has played the Bengals the past five times they've met. Um, if you just at their script that they play it's really hard to play kansas city um i'm not sure what what it was but like like i said you never know what's going on we don't we don't know as being so far down the hole if the nfl is scripted you know what i mean we don't know what's going on with the nfl we know it's entertainment right but we 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 don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So my opinion, which gives no is is absolutely nothing to nobody but my opinion, is that the that that Mahomes got a shot at halftime to make the pain go away, so he could perform better than the average injured player, which is illegal, right? In my opinion, you're not supposed to get anything to help you perform better than the average person, and that's and that's my argument. And that's, that's so, all I have to say about it. Real quick in chat here. Somebody I said something will, in chat. I will give you this, though. Notice. Um, Mahomes is a skilled player. Oh, yeah. He's skilled. Yeah. And I have no doubt that your statement could actually be fat act here in a few years but oh yeah he, are we yeah. popping steroids into nfl players now is that what i'm hearing <laughs> they could have given him painkiller they could have given him freaking uh cortisone which is a anti-inflammatory steroid i've gotten plenty of shots in my right leg to prove it i mean yeah that's being put in my back and then some yeah um because I've had several injuries in my knee. Yeah, we know that one. <laughs> um, they should honestly 
they should have had home sit out for longer than just halftime. Yeah, just to make it look more uh, believable. Because <laughs> ankle mean, injuries suck. I mean, I mean, come on now. Like, let's be honest. What about this hit this dude got? And the NFL fined this guy on his hit on Pacheco. I mean, they fined this guy. This guy acted like he was hurt. And then he comes back in the next play and runs 15 yards down the left side. I mean, come on, y'all. Like, that was kind of crazy. <laughs> but this year, I really didn't watch the Super Bowl for the football too much. Didn't even watch football this year. The ads. You know, watch football this year. Only because you know it helps to understand what is what I'm uh, because of my school work. Mm. And there is what we say. Notice, I think he said there was like maybe five ads. I would have would have paid seven million dollars for. Yeah, Super Bowl has a lot of expensive ass ads. Well, that's the biggest primetime event of. I mean, yeah. The beginning of the year. For the U.S. at least. But yeah. You think so? It's one of the biggest primetime events in the U.S. at the beginning of the year. Fucking a um, you can be the Super Bowl charges upwards from like five million to even get an ad on their fucking thing. Price goes up every year. Hmm. Super Bowl is expensive, man. If you want to get an ad out there, um, I've heard this name before, uh, and it, it kind of struck me as curi- uh, curiosity. So, um, Pat McAfee, what do you think of his show? I don't really watch it. I was hoping that maybe one day I could win one of his five hundred dollar giveaways. That's it. Ah, <laughs> uh, um. So, RJ, since you've retired last, because now you're retired, and last time you were on when you were in the middle of retiring, now that you've retired and settling, kind of, um, would you would you want to change anything that you gave on your advice on last episode versus this episode, now that you are through the retirement process and stuff, for people wanting to join the military or people that are in the military? Um... After seeing what's going on in the world now, I think my, you know, the world's so opinion-based, man. Ah. You know, I think that there's always somebody that's going to replace you, man. I think, to be honest with you, and... And once again, this is just my opinion. I think that the world is the way that it is because we've always wanted to our children, man, our kids to live better than we we have lived our lives, man. And that's why the way the world is, man. That's why inflation is the way that it is. Like me, I live bad, man. And I've always told myself that my kids are going to live better than then I had it. My kids, man, they get everything. I didn't have it all. 
And then when uh-huh. I get my friends, man, they give their kids everything. The kid, the people who I were in that I served with, they give their kids everything because they didn't have anything. I don't think out of everybody that I served with didn't say that they were going to make it hard for their kids because they had it hard, bro. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> it's and 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 that's what I realized here last in the once, man. I'm not gonna not give kids what they want, bro. You know what I mean? Like, what what is what is what is you know? And I think best thing to do, man, is try to enjoy life because you never know your time to go, man. You know and if your kid wants to join the military, if that's what they want to do, you just got to support man. Do I like it? No. But if that's what they want to do, if that's what's going to make you got you got to let them, you got to let them spread fly, man. That was well fucking said. <laughs> I, I, that was well said. I couldn't have said that one better, even if I tried. <laughs> So, <clears throat> since you're retired, I, I, I've been able to actually catch a few of your streams between, like, classes and stuff like that. It's I don't just, get a lot. It's not It's not nothing bad, man. Just, uh, just listening to music and gambling. A few people come in there, and we just laugh and joke, dude. I enjoy your streams when I get a chance to catch them. Okay. When I get a chance, I actually enjoy it. Um. <clears throat> How long did it take to actually make that shift to go, okay, well, I can now focus on what I want to do on Twitch? So, to be honest with you, man, I didn't really, um, I really, really had trouble finding my peace in what I wanted to do, and it might not even be Twitch, right? I, sh- I don't have a lot of friends man one of one of the my only friends just recently passed this past weekend i have a best friend named marcus he comes in the stream sometimes uh he's down in texas um i have a couple of the my closer most of most of my friends believe it or not come into my stream like and they're not even people that i know in in real life man they're people who i've met through twitch that's coming to my stream and hang out with me. I don't know them in person. They, I've just known them. They've come into my stream for the past two and a half years. They saw me when I started playing poker on there. They've come in there and they've subbed to my channel every month, even when I've taken a break for two or three months. And now um, they've just been there for me from the start. And now, I mean, I'm kind of like, last stream, dude, I had, you know, 60 people in my stream and I was like whoa what what's going on you know what I mean so now I I try and say well what is it that I want to do I I'm searching for coping mechanisms to um keep myself level-headed right and not not resorting to drugs or alcohol man you know what I mean yeah Um, if it's if right now it's too fucking cold here in Kansas, fishing. So I I try and twice a week, man, for like four hours. I do a bonus hunt 
on Twitch to hang out with some of my some of the people. Uh, I talked to my best friend. I talked to my wife. Take my kids to school during the week. My wife works night shift, man, and and that's about it, man. And I, you know, I might do a little bit of sports betting, and I mess around, talk some shit on Twitter sometimes, give my opinion, which doesn't really matter. You know. Yeah. I mean? <laughs> that's that. That's it, man. I will say this: I'm 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 gonna have to steal a couple memes that I saw on your Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. That I showed that this. I posted a meme today. I was just so funny because when I came back from Poland, man, I I was I was in some really good shape, man. And then just like that last the last one, like that's how I kind of look now, man. I I I was really I was really uh, I was really. So you mentioned a couple of good ones. So you mentioned you went to Poland, right? Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite thing about the Poland culture? Um, hmm. let's see. There, there wasn't. There. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't explore anything. Um. I was a, uh, I was in charge of the S4, so in, I was, uh, I was at Drosko Pomorski. I was in charge of the barracks and barracks maintenance and, uh, the, uh, the, the MWR of the soldiers. And I was working 14 hours a day and I was going to the gym and I was platoon sergeant and that's all bust my ass in Poland, man. I didn't have time to go out. I didn't have time to do anything, man. All I did was bust my ass over there, dude. I didn't have time to do on on four day passes. I didn't. I think I I went. Actually, you know what? Yes, Sergeant Major took me to a golf course, man. And I had uh had some cheap. I had a meal that was actually really good uh, steak. Uh, steak. Um, it was a good meal. I will say that it was some good. It was good food where I went, and the uh, golf course was really nice. Mm-hmm. Sucks you weren't able to explore it much, but yeah, when you get when you get to that when you get when you're that rank and you go to places like that you really don't want to get caught up in a situation that would affect your career and you that's true your, you don't want to throw your career away in situations man so you, you really got to make smart decisions and you don't want to throw your career away you, that's one thing that, that's one thing i had promised my wife before i even went to poland like i'm not doing nothing stupid to jeopardize everything that i've worked for my whole life that's true, because when you're that high of a rank, you kind of just put like a giant neon sign in your back, essentially. Oh, don't worry, I, I, don't got, think. I got a lot of, I got a lot of, uh, I got a lot of grief for it. Like people had asked me to go out a lot uh, all the time, and I just said no. Nope, I'm good, you know. Hmm. You know, it, it, it also goes to show is like. Um, <clears throat> There's another factor in it. I don't know if it's the same for you, RJ, but it is kind of for me. Once you get older, you know, kind of just don't 
want to go out? Yeah, I think I I think I did enough of that probably up until about I think 2010 is probably when I threw the fuck up. Hmm. What was there um, out of all your deployments? Which one was your favorite one? So now you did more than just Poland. Oh man, you are you you wouldn't believe me if I told you, man. But I also know there's some deployments that you said on the last podcast that weren't the greatest. <laughs> I, I, man. So, so my worst deployment, my worst deployment, probably was this my 2011 deployment where we were on the blackout base. But my best deployment, I mean, my my first deployment was probably my best deployment. That sounds pretty bad, but it's because it was my first experience, right? And I mean, that was with my that was with my best friend who died, but that's not really because of him. It was just because um it it was just it was my first experience. Man. Didn't you guys get bomb night one in your first deployment? Yes, that was that was that was the night one bombing at Assassin's Gate. Yeah. Where yeah, it was that was but it was more it was more than that. Like me mm-hmm. and you yeah. know, I saw I saw Saddam Hussein when he came in and like um I went I was there. I, I mean I did so much that deployment, man. Like it was it was it was crazy, man. And um I saw so much, man, that I'll never I'll never forget. You know what I mean, and um, it was just quite, quite amazing. You know, the, the the sky was so beautiful too, man. I could go to the top of the hospital where I was at at nighttime, man. You know, and just look up at the sky. It's just, it was beautiful, and then it would all just diminish with like, <laughs> you know. You know, whether or not something was going off in the background or a Chinook or something coming in or, you know. Um, for viewers at home that don't know what a Chinook is, could you explain that? Uh, it's, it's like a extended version of a, a, a helicopter, but oh. it's a marine. It's a marine thing. So. I used to call flying school buses. Go they, they, so they so the back of them open up in the back, but when the when they would come to the the hospital, they were used as uh they would evac uh soldiers and civilians there who needed to come to the hospital. They weren't really used as offensive. Yeah. Wait, are they similar to? So they're about the size of school bus helicopter. Are they like similar to a cargo bob then? Uh, what? Are they similar to a cargo bob then? He's talking GTA. Yeah, I'm talking GTA. I don't know much about helicopters. I haven't played that. I'm just gonna assume this the they're the exact same thing because you basically said what a cargo bob was. So I'm gonna assume GTA just didn't feel like naming it the real name. Probably didn't have the rights. That too. I'm just going to assume that they didn't name it. 
Got me gonna try and look that up and see what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, I never surfed, so I don't know much about that shit. My knowledge is from video games and other veterans talking on the podcast. I sent you a Chinook. Did you? Okay. Okay, yeah, that's literally it. Yep, yep. Okay, they're the same fucking thing. They're they're the exact same fucking thing. All right, never mind. Regard my question. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I forget. Um, so do you have any favorite stories that you didn't mention on the last episode that you would like to share? Man, I don't, I don't really know, man. I, I, oh, sir. I, I think that, uh, one important thing is. pain the pain of there's there's two things man reach out to people you haven't talked to in a while that actually meant something to you man uh return phone calls to people right because you know you never know what they want yeah Um, uh, i was pretty fortunate that you know i returned a phone call you know from you know this uh, this person you know, my buddy, even though I was asleep, I mean, the, the conversation kind of went like this, you know, um, he called me at, uh, on the 27th of January at 10, it was like 10, uh, 10, uh, 10, 30, 10, 58 or at night. And then he, uh, I have my uh, my seat, and I look like Darth Vader. That's just a joke. But Zoe's getting big and uh, says, uh, "Oh man, I was like, I missed the call. I called him back. He's like, oh man, you sleep? He's like, no, nah, I's just chilling or whatever. I was like, you okay? He's, and I was like, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, little Zoe's getting big. And then... Um, I was like, you all right? He was like, yeah, I'm cool. He's like, I have Tanya and the kids. I was like, everything's cool. He's like, well, carry your old ass back to sleep. Now, if I would have missed that call, I felt a little bit worse. You know what I mean? So I get being able to being able to know how to deal. So when you when you're deployed, somebody in you. So I had deal with grief right it's close to you right i've never experienced i experienced it in 2000 sergeant telemontes died he got blown up he was coming out of his his shoe and a rocket a rocket hit him right when it's like 4 30 right the idf alarms was going off and a rocket hit him and it blew up right blew the bottom half of him off but we wasn't really tight, you know what I mean? Like we chatted and stuff. 
yeah, it, it was hurt, but that's the whole unit. The whole unit is mourning. It just creates a feeling. But when you're actually close to somebody who is who who is a part of you that you spent, he was my roommate. You know what I'm saying? When we got back off of the deployment, we lived together, right? Yeah. We got a, we got a place together. You know, we got stationed in South Carolina. He got out the army. Uh, we still, I got stationed in South Carolina. He was my best friend. You know what I mean? He, you know what I mean? Like he was, he was my boy. You know what I mean? So it, being able to deal with that, there's a difference between your family and, and your best friend. Yeah. You're, 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 you're you consider that family, right? Being able to mourn and, 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 to, to, to distinguish what would he want you to do? Would he want you to sit here? And and being able to block that out, say, does he want you to sit here and, and cry or think about the good times that you had and then accept the fact that people want to be there for you, like your wife, your kids saying, hey, it's going to be okay. I'm here for you. I'm here for you to mourn. That's the hardest shit ever, bro. Like, I didn't want to talk to nobody. I just wanted to cry. You know what I mean? But that shit right there, if you can overcome that, it was the worst feeling. It made you do crazy shit in, under the influence of drugs, alcohol. I could see how it would have made you do some crazy shit. Luckily, I don't drink or do drugs, and so I don't think I was ever in fear of doing something like that. But I will say, though, it hurt really bad, man. I was really hurt, dude. Mm -hmm. But being able to have, being able to control that emotion is really difficult. But if you control it, and now that I have been through it and know what the feeling is like, when it happens again, which it will happen, it, death will come again, I'll be better prepared for it next time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, didn't really want to talk about that, but it has to be talked about, man. But that's, that's what I want to talk about. You got to prepare for it, man. You got to know how to deal with death and deal with grief, man. You know what I mean? And it's hard if people take it different ways, but it's, it's the reality shit, man. You know what they said in We World Soldiers? Mel Gibson mm -hmm. said that shit the best, bro. People will die. People will die. Have you ever watched We Were Soldiers? We Were Soldiers? Oh, yeah. Um, one of my favorite. Uh, one of my favorite. Yeah. It was years ago, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. I actually got a chance to meet Damn, I fucking one of the pilots from that story. Fucking web cam is fucked up. Oh, there it goes. You gotta meet one of the pilots. Mm -hmm. That's pretty awesome. How was that hot guy? I was in basic training. Mm. Oh, I got a pretty I got a pretty funny story though. I was a uh, um 
pilots made me think of this. I was a private down there. I was a private in um I was a private in Fort Bliss. I had a commander named Captain Thaddeus Chase. I never forget him. He made our unit convoy from El Paso, Texas through Midland, Texas to Fort Hood for Warfighter. And we, I was guarding a tent and some four-star general flew in from, uh, some four-star general was there visiting from Korea and it was cold as fuck and it was raining and his helicopter flew in and blew down the tent that I was, that I was guarding the ECP and we had soup and shit and his tent, his helicopter came in and blew our tent down and the soup and shit spilled all over me and he oh, gave me a four, and he gave me a four star coin. His name was general Schwartz. I still have the coin. It has like a good, it has an Eagle head on it and it has like the Korea. Yeah. General, general Schwartz. I'd never, so that was, that was pretty funny. So, uh, the pilot that I actually got to meet, uh, remember the character snake shit oh yeah 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 oh, i got to meet cool. yeah i got to meet uh randall snake good shit that dude's he was a pretty good actor he's a medal medal of honor recipient yeah some good shit hot guy came and spoke at my uh, basic training Mm-hmm. Was there anything that you learned from that speech that he gave? Me? Yeah. Keep working. Always good. Good work ethics, always good. Ultimately, how I feel is that, especially in most careers, if you have a good work ethic, you're pretty set. If you don't have a good work ethic, you might want to get that. But that's just my opinion on that end. <laughs> God. Tired. Um, so, RJ, do you play any video games at all? So no, your streams are mainly based off of gambling, but yeah, I tried to be a Call of Duty slash Warzone streamer, man. I just don't have a lot of, so I I was, I just don't. I'm not a competitive player, man. I just want to play a couple games with the boys, and right now I have one or two people that I want to play video games with, man. And that's what I'm just going to stick to doing, bro. Like I tried like being part of a few different regiments and I just don't get, I don't get along with a lot of people, man. I'm too chill. You know what I mean? I have, mm -hmm. I'm stu I'm stubborn in ways that people won't understand, man. So I just want to stick to doing what I, what I know is just chill and gamble a little bit, and then I'll be fine with that, man. I I don't want to just overdo what I what I have going on. 
So I just play a stick to my little right now. I really am enjoying this new uh rebirth resurgence that they got, man. So um that's I'm gonna stick to playing that in my off time and streaming, try and stream once or twice a week, man, and the rest of the time spending time with my kids and my family, man. Hmm. Family is always a good thing to have. Oh yeah. Um, what's your favorite kind of gambling? Because I know you do poker, you do slots. I stopped. I stopped playing poker, man. Oh, you stopped poker. Yeah, I stopped it. What happened there? Um, I don't think I want. I don't think I have the time that I need to want to commit to becoming a good poker. Mm-hmm. Being a good poker player requires a lot of studying and commitment to become good that's true calculating and i mean i do suffer from you know ptsd and i've had a brain injury so when it comes to something like that that takes a lot of thinking it can put a lot of pressure on the brain man um so i I just thought that it's the right thing to do to let that to let that go with slots man you just press a button dude you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you've been quiet. Sorry, I was looking at something. Yeah, I got. Uh, RJ, I will say this: it has been interesting to actually hear uh, your perspective, especially coming from somebody that you know I'm, I'm seeing a lot of similarities you know i, I just want to be level-headed and if i can ask um what are some steps that you've taken to actually keep that going forward to being level-headed yes um, I try to keep an open mind and be kind of more of like a common sense type of person, man. Um, there, there has been times where I have thought about stuff and really, really, really tried to think outside of the box before I acted with emotion. Like, if you have you ever there, there are five there are a couple different types of people right say for instance you're in a room right and you spill some gatorade on the floor you're gonna have the people who are gonna leave the gatorade on the floor you're gonna have the people try and find something to wipe the gatorade up with whether gonna be gonna walk to the kitchen to get some paper towel It's going to be somebody who's going to take a shirt to wipe up the, you know, the Gatorade. It's going to be somebody who's going to try and sweep up, you know what I mean? There's problem solvers, you know what I'm saying? I'm a problem solver, bro. Like, I try and figure out what's the best way to do something, man. And everybody makes mistakes, man. But I think that I am one of those that try not to make mistakes. I try and be good at what I do. I'm not the greatest, but I try and use comments most of the time to solve my problems, man. I think 
I've been doing a pretty good job lately. I will say, man, with that, that most of my life I've been making mistakes, man. So it, it's only come by making a lot of mistakes, dude. Mm -hmm. So I don't think we touched much on it on the last episode, but what made you want to go into the military? Uh, military brat, man. My dad was, uh, he joined, he was in Desert Storm. Um, I was in a lot of trouble uh, young. My recruiter got me out of, a. I had 19 pending charges and uh, they were all petty, petty stuff. And in front of the judge, my recruiter went with me to court and told him that I was going to join. And all of it got dropped. So ended up joining, went to basic training at Fort Knox, Kentucky, and then ended up going to AIT back at Fort Lee. And then the rest is history, man. And then um, just ended up saying, well, I like it. Might as well just stay in. Mm. And then five years turned into 10, 10 turned into 20. 20 turning to retirement. Yep. Um, so how was the um transition between civilian and um non-civilian? Like how did that transition go for you? Uh well. It was pretty, I don't know, man. I think I had it, it was pretty, I was pretty bad when I was a teenager, but it, the army didn't help me out because, man, when I got to El Paso, I got to El Paso, Fort Bliss, my first duty station. It, you know, I was on one of the only posts in the United States where you could still drink alcohol and you were 18, man. Back in 1999, you could drink, you could drink alcohol on Fort Bliss at the age of 18, dude. So I was already alcoholic at the age of 18 on Fort Bliss, bro. So I, I ain't going to say there was any kind of fucking transition problem. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. And I could go to Mexico for 25 cents during that time and drink Coronas all night for $5. Did you say 25 cents? Yeah, it was only 25 cents to cross the border. Jeez, oh, that is... That, that is surprisingly cheap. <laughs> yeah. Tequila Derby was the name of it. And then we would go to Copacabana's afterwards. As <laughs> Jesus. Down there in good old Juarez. Damn. Um, so from your time in the military and now, is there any skills that you've taken with you that you use? I haven't really got that far yet, man. Maybe once I transition down to Texas, man, once I buy once we buy a house, man, and I <laughs> have a really good resume. Unfortunately, I was lowballed here. I did apply it for a couple of manager positions 
but there's not really a big supply and demand here unless you want to work for the military. And I already told my wife I don't want to work for the government when I retire. So um, as far as the civilian sector, I just got constantly lowballed. So I try to get to a place that has high supply and demand in the civilian sector. And right now, that's not here in the Midwest. So. So wait, what made you want to move to Texas? Uh, Texas is the best place for 100% disabled veterans, man. There's no... Oh, okay. Yeah, there's what no... part Texas. of Texas are you looking at? Uh, right now we're going down towards uh, San Antonio, or we might even go over back over to El Paso, man, because uh, you can get a brand new house out there on the west side for like 300 I'm talking about a big... Uh, not bad. Big big house for like 350 or 400 like big that not bad at all because i live in minnesota and i live in a decent sized house but our house is like 600 grand yeah dude like and then just being here like by the way like my all my kids are gonna go to college for free man like it's the benefits are so good like i mean Texas just treats veterans so good, man. So I, I don't. I, I mean, I'd be dumb not to go down there to Texas. I'm not saying other states aren't good. I heard Florida's good. I heard Alaska's good. You North know, Carolina's heard, decent. Yeah, I heard there's a lot of states, but I just heard Texas is worse. Now, now if you can afford to go to like like San Antonio's expenses, Dallas. I heard there's a couple places on the outskirts of Dallas. I heard is good. North of Houston, I heard, is good. I mean, we're going to be trying to get it to Texas somewhere. We're looking at El Paso. My daughter lives north of Houston somewhere. Like, my best friend is in Houston. Those are pretty expensive costs. So um, we're going to try and get in the, down in that area somewhere. But mm-hmm. I mean, at least if you guys are, like, in the same state, you guys can still work out something between hours of driving and stuff. Like, me halfway or something. I love I love driving, man. It's a, t- it's, a, it's, a, it's a time where it's you and the highway, man. You can do a lot of thinking. Hmm. Yeah, true. So, what do you think of uh, my... Warfare 2 then versus the old old Modern Warfare. If you play the old one. Um so I am not I don't really have good eye coordination, man. I'm super bot, bro. Like that's how I guess. I I can't really I can't really give a good honest opinion. I'm pretty I'm pretty bad at close Close combat, jumping around and fucking drop shotting, man. So shipment is not your map. <laughs> yeah. So, um, roof rooftop and like, you know, a hundred to two hundred meter like RPK type shit. I probably could get a few kills, but uh, that close combat, jumping around corners and shit, probably not uh probably not your guy bro i'm that guy but not your guy in this in in, in this situation yeah at least, at least when i play more, uh, <laughs> more the, the casual 
just I, I like to get on I, I, I like to play for fun, man. If I'm on and I'm getting I feel my, that. Ass, my ass taken, I'm fine. They're fucking me up, bro. I'm gonna cut the game off because I'm not enjoying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm my COD mindset's different than most. When I die a lot, it makes me want to play more because I'm a stubborn little shit with games. You can even ask Hawkeye. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> stubborn shit. There's been times where I've had to tell him, I'm leaving. Don't message me. <laughs> Some of the stubborn shit when it comes to video games. <laughs> At times. Um, other than COD, what are some other video games that you're interested in? So I played High on Life. Uh, that was my next game that I had downloaded. I got pretty far on that, but then it just I just kind of lost interest on it. I don't I don't know if I want. I don't even know what kind of game would interest me, man. Like. It's all about what interests you. You know, there's a game that I used to play back in the game that I back in the day that I used to love. It was called Dungeons and Dragons, man. D and D. I I I'm in a D and D campaign. <laughs> but but listen, this game. I'm not talking about the most. Think about how old I am, bro. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's this is true. You're talking about old school D and D. This is this is a all very older model game, and it was where you would this this is the older older game, right? It was a very pixelated game, man. Like right after right after the the older Zelda, Legends of Zelda type shit game, bro. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> Most people don't believe that my first game system was the Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, I believe you. I believe you. Where you had to sometimes you had to on the end of it, and then sometimes you had to put something in there to make the game push the game down. <laughs> you got real CPR training. Depending on how frantically you were wanting to play your game. I had to do that a few times on my PS1 and PS2. There's a fucking cartridges would just get dusted to all hell. But I still gotta say, one of my favorite games came from uh, the N64. What game? GoldenEye. That's right, you do love GoldenEye. What do you think about the GoldenEye remake? I'm not a big fan yeah it, I'm not a big fan on how they rolled it out mm-hmm. so online multiplayer is a switch exclusive is it now I did not know that I can set up my computer and I can have four different controllers hooked up to my computer and play local but yeah um, but but yeah, I, I the remake of Golden Eye is not one of my favorites. It's not my top ten. 
Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of remakes go. There's very few. There's some remakes that I enjoyed, but majority of the remakes are either a complete carbon copy of the old one, and it, there was no need in it. It's all reality. The only purpose of most of the remakes are, well, I guess, remastered. I should say, majority of the remasters is just where they can upgrade to to newer consoles. But then there's some that they change the storyline of the game, and it's just like. Why? why? Why did you need to touch that there? <laughs> this is why. <laughs> because money makes the world go round. I mean, I know that. Fuck it, they, they charge you as much money as a brand new video game for a game that's remastered of the carbon copy of a game. They charge you base price as a normal AAA title. So, Believe yeah. it or not. Believe it or not, man, I joined the army when we used to have a dot matrix printer and everything. We didn't use copying machines. We used fucking carbon paper for everything. <laughs> what is a dot matrix printer? This is before my time. <laughs> we have homework. Before my time. <laughs> Officially have homework my podcast you can't give me homework <laughs> i really fucking feel old now dude <laughs> feel old but look young <laughs> a dot matrix printer is it precedes the copy machine mm. remember those remember those papers where you build the freaking yeah off? yeah and I know those. I do know those ones, yeah. At least I'm thinking that's... My brain gets jumbled at times. Yeah. Thankfully, we have a... Have... Thankfully, we have... Google? That what you're going to say? <laughs> I was well, yeah. right. You are right. Basically, the way I know how to describe it is off of the actual uh, paper itself. Fucking A. I'm back. So, RJ, while we have some time, if you have some questions for either of us. Say what, sir? If you have some questions for either of us, feel free to. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I like what you guys are doing. Like, I think people should know. I just wish more. Um. I like what you're doing. Not a lot of people do it. I just don't think people see the importance of what you're doing. You know, I don't know how many are watching, man. You know what I mean? Well, on Twitch, Twitch really does fluctuate. But on our offline, we average about a little over 500 people per episode. I think it's important, man. You know, um, I... I 
I just hope that whoever watches it, man, they learn something. Not even learn, man. Just become knowledgeable. You 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 try and learn something or become knowledgeable. That's the important thing. Whether it's good or bad, you know. Throughout my career, man, good and bad leaders. You never want to, you know. They look they they look at role models, bro. And you you, you sit up <laughs> like, who do I want to be like? You should never want to be like nobody, man. You want to take the good and you want to take what you learn from the good and bad and create your own path and be somebody that's not like nobody else, man. You know what I mean? So I hope whoever whoever sees this and sees my first episode and my second episode just takes everything, man, and just and takes a bunch of knowledge, man, and just is aware. I, I can speak with that on so many levels. Like, I I don't really look up to anyone because... I I just don't, but um, I do. What I do do is that I take certain bits and pieces from people that would improve me, and turn them into my own skill sets. If you know what, if that makes sense. Especially the thing I said about yeah, kids, man. You know, and how we, you know, how we want our kids to live better lives. You know, I I just think it's important that you know enjoy enjoy your life, man. We work to survive, you know, and you got to put in work, man. People out, you know, and don't expect everybody to look out for you, you know, because no, I mean, nobody looks out, and I tried, you know. I struggled, man, for a while. I struggled. Nobody fucked with me, man. You know? I thought was going to look out for me. They didn't fucking look Struggling. Me and my wife struggling, man. Everybody turned their backs, man. We ain't, we ain't forgetting. We are yeah. not forgetting, bro. The one thing I've learned is that when you fall down hard, you learn on who's really there for you and who's not. Oh, yeah. That's why the circle is small, my friend. That is why the circle is small. Mm-hmm. It's trust me, my circle has shrunk a lot over the years. Because I did hit some hard times, and... I wish to say a lot of people fell out of that circle after that. I keep multiple circles. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, that was, like, last year sometime, right, brother? Rex? Yeah, that was around... That was one time. Yeah, yeah, but I appreciate you guys uh, doing this, man. I really hope it, you know, um, it it blows up a lot bigger, man. And if you guys, I uh, wouldn't come back here like uh, maybe the year next year once I get settled down in and just to, to follow up on how my my move was and maybe BA process went for. Uh, my first time buying a home, the pros and cons of it, you know what I mean? Just to kind of share that because that would benefit people who even did a little bit of time, you know what I mean? The first VA, first time home buyer, you guys could do an episode on that. I wouldn't mind sharing my experience with that because I'd be hmm. honest with you guys, I don't have fucking good credit. So it, if people were like, oh, he's got good credit, that's why this, nah, it's not like that, man. <laughs> I, wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind sharing that sharing that with everybody 
But um, yeah, I appreciate, man. I appreciate you guys having me, man. And, and you know, I wish you guys the best, man. And like I said, I hope everybody enjoyed it, man. I love having you on, RJ. And um, speaking of, I hope everyone enjoyed it. So the reason why you were one of the people reached out to come back on episode two when we were doing our anniversary, although COVID happened and shit like that. So things happened with that one. But the whole reason why we why had you come back is because... um. You were one of the um, top voted episodes of all thirty. Uh, the top, the top what? You were you were in the top fucking six episodes, man. Top top six. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, so people do like you on the podcast. Until you're back on. <laughs> and I, and I always enjoyed you on because I I like you on the podcast because um you you always say how it is like you don't. Sh- you don't sugar. Yeah. And I like that a lot about people is that when they um, say how it is and don't sugarcoat things, it really does show the reality of the military and um, the severity of some of the stuff that happens within the military. Yeah, man, I didn't, I didn't go around fucking breaking, you know, breaking down doors and man, and go and doing all this other crazy shit, man. Uh, you know, I didn't, I don't, I share the reality, man. I, you know, got no reason to lie about nothing, man. Keep it 100, bro. Mm. Which that's always a good thing to do. It's personally, I feel like if people did that, the world would be a lot better of a place. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just my opinion. <laughs> uh-huh. Thanks a, thanks a lot, guys. No problem. How much time we got? Okay. Literally have like 20 minutes, so... Oh, we still got 20 minutes? Yeah, uh, you got yeah, any more questions? Is there on a time where you can ask us questions? Do you have any? Oh, no, not really. But I, I don't know if you guys... I got... I do have... I was talking to my buddy. Oh, I didn't even know if I... If you had told me that we had a time on this thing, I wouldn't. Uh, I would share. I was talking to uh, my buddy about this the other day. Uh, actually, it was a uh, a guy in stream. We we're talking about. Um, he asked me about what 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 my race was. Right. Mm. I'm Korean. Korean part Korean. And the story. The story about. Um, uh, what's on that behind the wall? Oh, that's a dragon. It's a dragon. Uh, my my whole um. He was asking. So my dad was stationed in Korea when he met my mom. Apparently, it was a it was a one night stand, right? I don't I'm not, I don't get offended, right? And uh, had to marry my. He tried to bring me back to the States, but in order for him to bring me back to the States, he had to marry my mom to bring me back, right? Mm-hmm. His plan, and he, he eventually told me this story, right? So he his plan was to bring me back to the States and divorce my mom, and my mom would go live with her sister up in New York. So that's what he did, all right? So when he got when he got stationed in Virginia, he divorced my mom, 
My mom went up, lived with her sister, okay? So years and years go by, whatever the case may be. I talked to my mom a couple of times. My grandmother, I was close with my grandmother on my dad's side. So when I, about 2006, I'm already in the military. I go visit my grandmother. No, 2000, excuse me. In, yeah, 2006, I go visit my grandmother. After I come back off of deployment, my grandmother gives me a, a family tree of my mom. Guess where I get guess where I get stationed at? I get stationed in Korea, right? I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to go try and meet. I'm going to go try and find out about my history. I'm going to go find out about where I come from, right? Get stationed in Korea. I get there. Probably, like, this is in, like, March of, like, 07. So, I get there. I'm, I catch a cab. I don't know a lick of Korean or anything. So, I go down into, like, Suwon. That's where my, uh, supposedly, my uncle goes. My uncle lives. So, I'm, I'm going to, like, the ghetto. I'm going to say the ghetto of South Korea because this place was shit. Like, the cab driver took me there. I knock on this like door, this little short answers the door and just looks at me and I just like hold this paper up like this. Somebody the family tree. I just hold this paper up like this. And then I'm just pointing at it. And then I just like kind of like, I don't know what to say because I can't speak no Korean. So I just like hold my arms out to hug this guy, right? Like, are you my uncle? Like, kind of like, are you like my dad? But just like, are you my uncle? And he fucking slams the door in my face, bro. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I'm just, I look at the cab driver and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? You know what I mean? He's like, like, put fucking thumbs down or some shit. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? So I'm like, what the fuck? So I go back to the damn cab. I'm like, well, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? So after I did a little bit of research, apparently back during that time, this is, I guess this is before South Korea got like Americanized from like the Seoul Olympics and shit, right? Yeah. They, dis they disowned my mom. Oh. Because she married American. You know what I mean? So since that time, I've disowned my Korean heritage, bro. Like they disowned my mom. So I'm like, fuck South Korea, fuck my Korean heritage, bro, since they disowned my mom. So I choose to just go by American. Like, they really, like, disrespected me like that. So how did you learn they disowned your mom? Because the simple fact is, like, I talked to my, I actually had talked to my mom, and then I asked her about it, and she just doesn't, she says, I asked her about it, because I tried to talk to her, because I wanted my daughter I wanted my daughter to meet some of the other family members and she just doesn't, she doesn't want to want me to meet none of them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, I'm not sure that they even exist to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think it's, I don't, because this happened so long ago, I'm not even sure that it, you you think at a time like this, the way the world is, it wouldn't even be important anymore. You would I think. think. I think it still is. I think it's still a thing. I really think it's still a thing. 
Which is stupid. That is the thing. It's kind of shameful because, you know, here it is fucking 20 something years later. I've, you know, I have a daughter, you know, that's 13 years old. My mom, you know what I'm saying? I haven't seen my mom since probably fucking 1996, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just kind of pretty, pretty, pretty sad. You know, I don't know how close everybody is with their mom. I have a stepmom that, you know, raised me from the age of, you know, three all the way up to 17. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she, she was, she was African-American, but. Um, my mom and I grew up in a pretty bad neighborhood uh, in Virginia but I just think that um, you know that really kind of phased me in the aspects of trying to learn you know about you know who, who I am and where I where I come from. That's why it confuses a lot of people when they, you know, when they talk to me and, you know, get to know me, especially my wife. <laughs> so what heritage is your wife? Uh, my wife is uh, German, black and white mixed together. So German mixed with Korean. Huh? So German mixed with Korean then. If you're a Korean and no, I, I don't know. I'm saying, don't don't worry about it. I'm being stupid. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> ADHD moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would definitely say that was an ADHD. Moment. <laughs> Oh, welcome in, Kay. I don't know. Kay, you came in at an interesting time. <laughs> I mean, what else is new? Go. Go. Like, okay, what else is new? I'm always a fucking idiot. Your point? Oh, he's cool. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to do anything, man. Always oh, fucking. I mean, that's fair. <sighs> God, I don't know why I'm so fucking tired today. Maybe because you've been working? Maybe. It might be. It might be why. So, RJ, what is your favorite kind of dragon? Uh, my favorite dragon is um, so Rex, you are super loud, and RJ is really quiet. I have RJ maxed out. I can lower my volume, but I have RJ maxed out. <clears throat> I 
don't know, man. Um, I don't have a specific kind of dragon. That's fair. Okay, is that better on my voice? I lowered my mixer volume. I can't raise RJ up any further, but I can lower mine. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are getting 80 degree weather on Thursday. I'm going to get probably negative degree weather again on Thursday. <laughs> RJ likes those Korean German dragons. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ, gay. Now here goes Kay trying to make a joke at Rex's expense yep <laughs> I can't actually bad it probably would have been a lot funnier if i would have said that i would have been a lot more funnier <laughs> if i would have said that fucking love you k <laughs> fuck man i missed that one man. damn it um fucking christ And we're getting ready to wrap things up over here. And uh, if there's any other questions from. Okay, you got Chad. any questions? Is he just jumping in? You, you always got a thing or two to say. <laughs> Rather be good or bad. <laughs> oh, I got a, I got I got one question. What's up? What do you guys think? about the gambling streams what is your opinion um i think people should just stream what they want man i i think it's stupid that they took this approach on the whole gambling restrictions in all honesty i mean do you see it as gambling i mean i'm not gambling I, thousands of dollars no, like, I, I put out you with your shit i, I don't on, see us gambling yeah, now. yeah i put it out on twitter like you know who wants to participate in a bonus hunt, right? What it is, is uh, it, you, it's a $50 minimum. Like you put $50 in a pool with like a bunch of other people and we search for bonuses, right? When the money runs out, we go back through and we open up all the bonuses that we, we search for. And then at the end, we take the we open up all the bonuses and then the balance at the end we disperse it back out but based off the unfortunately the definition of law for gambling is anything that you're spending money in to make more money <laughs> essentially unfortunately the well, law of gambling is very weird and interesting but what i'm saying kind of is i'm not i'm not sitting up here like taking, you know, like these guys are are spending thousands and well, thousands you're not and millions of like those hardcore poker, like those hardcore poker players that drop like a hundred thousand to a million per match. Yeah, I'm talking about as far as when I when I when I'm talking about gambling, I'm talking about military retiree. Like this is what I'm doing in my spare time on Twitch type type ordeal i don't care about the whole gambling on twitch i'm talking about from a military perspective you mm -hmm. know what i mean like yeah military retiree like gambling type ordeal mm -hmm. 
I mean, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with it, man. I just feel no. like dumb that you've been doing this shit, but yeah. Three, I've been doing it for like two and a half, three years. What about you, Hawkeye? Personally, I don't have a problem with it. Do I see where Twitch is coming from? Kind of. But at the same time, there goes that um, freedom of choice. Personally speaking, I'm not big into gambling myself. Or I'm not big into playing slots or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if I, if I was, you know, if I want to go watch... A, watch and support a streamer but i also want to participate i should be able yeah yeah that's what i'm saying if you don't like something just don't go into their stream you know what i mean or don't participate like because rj you probably know better than i do sorry for cutting you off (laughs) but you probably know it better than i do um but what was the whole conversation with gambling even about because i you know i heard about when they happened and stuff what was like the main reasoning unregulated unregulated gambling sites man and and they were saying that so they were saying i've heard two things they were saying unregulated gambling sites but then they were saying that um they, my understanding is that a certain Twitch streamer was, uh, they were saying that, um, a certain Twitch streamer was was saying that. Uh, my my understanding was that it was making. It was it was it was wrong. It was ripping people off or some shit. It was odd, and that's why I think they came in with the whole. The whole, uh... mm. the whole fucking thing. The whole it, unregulated, unregulated uh, gambling sites, man. That's what I. That's what I. I think it boiled down to. That's why when I do mine, there's no. You can't tell where i'm at you know like a lot of those streams that are up you can see up in the top of tanner right hand corner what's okay you don't i think it should be okay if you just don't advertise what site you're on yeah 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 because i also understand because also the whole another thing that they put in in that they said was because of minors watching streams like we have 18 plus for a fucking reason Like we have, we have also realize how easy it is to click a button. I do realize that. I, I do realize how easy it is to click a button. But at that point, it shouldn't be the streamer's fault. You know what I mean? Ah, good question, Kay. So, RJ. Yeah. If you had a uh, chance to go back into the military, what would you do different? Oh, uh, he. I think he asked me that last, uh, last, uh, last episode. I wouldn't do anything different because I wouldn't be who I am, um, without everything that I went through, man. I think like, I asked that question last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You asked me that question last time. I would have just done everything the same. 
I made a lot of lot of mistakes, man. So um I would have I would have done it the same way. I would have had to I wouldn't have be where I'm at right now if I wouldn't have lived it exactly the way. Because to be honest with you, man, I probably should have died a couple times, bro. Like to be honest with you. Didn't you get blown up a few times? I I was shot at an RPG a couple times and uh not very good for the health. Yeah. But look at you now. You're pretty healthy for your age now, even despite all of that. I am gonna I'm on a lot of medicine and I will say that I am very fortunate. Man. Very fortunate. Mm-hmm. All right. I am going to select who we're going to raid out into, which is going to be Mad Viking King, because why not? We haven't raided into MVK in a while. Thank you very much. I appreciate you coming on again, RJ. It's always it's, right, it's awesome to have you on the podcast, man. All right. God bless you guys. Have a great night. You as well, man. As well. Raid. We talked about your dragon girl, and we did laugh about you, dumbass. Just need to get, yeah, you just need to get your laugh. fucking eating checked. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't see his. I didn't. Oh, I didn't see that one. I didn't see that one. I like Gimchi. Oh, shoot. All right, start rain.